I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 315 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have got a very inspirational father joining me today for some Motivation Monday. Kenny Clutch Thomas, better known as the Dancing Dad, a name that he got when a video of him and his son dancing to celebrate his son's triumph over cancer went viral. Kenny's son was born with Down syndrome and diagnosed with leukemia, and those are some circumstances that can either just crumble you as a human being or make you stronger. Kenny has kept the faith and in doing so has become an inspiration to millions of people around the world. He is now a motivational speaker, and I can't even begin to tell you how honored I am to have a few minutes with him here today. The world needs more people like Kenny to bring light into the darkness that always seems to be overwhelming at times. Kenny Thomas will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And I really do wish that our media would focus more on stories like Kenny's rather than the constant fear-mongering that we see. I had a young woman get in my car while I was driving Uber over the weekend, and she was so petrified asking me if anybody in the car that night had the coronavirus. She asked me if I had the coronavirus. Now, she was obviously a little drunk, a little bit tipsy, and I laughed inside thinking, here's a woman that just ingested a bunch of alcohol, which has zero health benefits. It can only harm your system. Then she got into my car without even asking who I was or checking the license plate, and the only concern she has is if I or somebody in my car that night had the coronavirus only because of all the media hype that's all over it. Everybody was out there getting plastered over the weekend as usual because alcohol is always shown in this positive light through commercials and entertainment. But just think of the effects it would have if more inspirational stories about faith, love, and family were just as heavily pumped through our media. But that's one of the best things about social media is that we can follow guys like Kenny, learn from them, and help to spread their message. So despite the fact that the coronavirus is dominating the headlines and we're dealing with an election year and all the fears that are pumped in through that, it is still one of the best times in history to be alive. It is also one of the best times ever to have or start a family. So if you could do me a favor and help me spread the message about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with the dancing dad, Kenny Clutch Thomas. I'm Alec Lace and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Dads, are you tired of taking supplements that never deliver? Well, Redcon One was created to ensure that you get real hardcore products that deliver real results. Trusted by four-time world's strongest man, Brian Shaw, and founded by supplement entrepreneur, Aaron Singerman, Redcon One is crushing the industry. You have to try their MRE bars, which are packed full of nutritious food sources that will replenish your system when you need it most. And they taste so good, your toddler will think they're eating a candy bar. But we're talking whole food meal replacement. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can save 20% on their entire order from Redcon 1. Simply use the promo code FATHER at the checkout. So let's go, dads. For the highest state of readiness, choose Redcon 1. Visit Redcon1.com, use the promo code FATHER, and save 20%. Uh, joining me now, a first-class father, Kenny Clutch Thomas. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. What's going on, brother? Thanks for having me. All right, man. Let's start it right here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Four and no more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, my oldest is 15, uh, Aliana, and then we have Caleb, who's 10, 
um, Javion, who's five, and Christian, who is two. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I got four myself. Uh, what type of uh, sports or activities are they all into? Um, more uh, A lot of them, three of my kids are into dance. So my oldest, um, my five-year-old, and Christian, they're all into dance. And then um, my daughter also cheerleads my my both my sons they play basketball baseball soccer um and christian right now you know he just dances that's all <laughs> now do, do you get involved with the basketball and the baseball as far as coaching absolutely 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 i'm a i'm a basketball and baseball dad so i'm i'm that guy you 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 know we out in the field we playing whatever we got to do we at the games you know, I'm cheering them on from the sideline. I'm, I'm that, I'm that dad. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, Kenny. All right, yeah. if you could please uh, just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, so I'm a professional uh, choreographer. Um, been dancing since I was 18, 19 years old. Um, traveling the world, doing choreography. Um, also teaching in dance studios. Have taught well over. <sighs> A thousand, two thousand kids in you know my lifetime so far, um, and now uh, doing more motivational speaking on positive development strategies. Um, that that came that kind of just fell into my lap um, uh, about twenty months ago when uh, Christian, my son Christian, my youngest, was uh, diagnosed with leukemia. Christian was also born with uh, trisomy twenty one, which is Down syndrome. Um, for those that don't know what Down syndrome is, it basically means that a person has 47 chromosomes instead of 46 chromosomes. The 21st chromosome has three copies of the same chromosome gene. So, um, so yeah, so he was born with Down syndrome, born with a rare blood disorder and motivational speaking just kind of fell into my lap. And, um, once he got sick and, uh, I became the, the dancing dad over the internet, um, giving him some love and joy while fighting cancer, uh, in the hospital room. Um, every day being in the hospital in and out for 149 days and you know it was a long journey but you know we're here now yeah and Kenny you've you've been an inspiration to so many people throughout the process here and uh taking it back how old how old were you when you first became a father and how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life well uh I was I became a father at the age of 30. Um uh, my two oldest um my wife had a previous relationship so they're my my two stepchildren. We don't stay step stepchildren but um I became a dad when I was uh 30 years old officially and um it was it was an amazing thing, amazing experience. I mean like I was already kind of ready to to be a dad um previously in my life um, at the age of 21, I was also a father as well, too. At least I had thought that I was a dad. Um, the woman that I was with and I was married to at the time, uh, we had a child together, but I ended up finding out, uh, two and a half years later that, you know, inside the marriage that the child really wasn't biologically mine. So that took like a whole turn and everything in my life at being a dad. And at some point, I guess I was preparing for what I am today. Um, so the joy of being a father, um, uh, being able to, to raise men in, in a woman, um, is, is something special and a gift that I believe that every father, every mother, um, has, you know, the privilege of doing in life, you know, what better way is to, to raise a, a human being to a level. Cause you never know what they're going to be. Yeah, very well said, Kenny. And obviously getting hit with some kind of diagnosis like leukemia is like a parent's uh, worst nightmare come true here. 
What what were some of the challenges or struggles for you being a parent to and and for your wife too, being a parent to your other children while focusing so much on your son with leukemia? Yeah, I mean, number one, keeping them encouraged um, throughout the time because, you know, you got four kids, you got to still balance family, you know, the the entire family. You don't want your other kids. Um, getting discouraged that they're not getting your time as well too. But fortunately, our kids had a really, really good understanding of what the situation was. Um, The challenges for me were the travel back and forth from the hospital back over to Jersey because Christian was getting treated in Philadelphia and we're here on the Jersey side. So a lot of the challenges were getting getting them to school, getting, you know, making sure that they were okay at night. Um, being able to just spend time with them during the summertime. They didn't really have much of a summer in 2018 at all. It was a lot of staying at grandma's house and, you know, just being there for the most part and trying to just at least get them out, um, you know, during that time or, or at least getting my wife out out of the room because there were times where my wife would just be in the room for like seven days straight and wouldn't see, you know, daylight unless she was looking out the window. Um and, and for a father and a leader uh, of your family, that that's that's challenging in itself just to keep your family encouraged that we're going to get through this this process and um, not showing that uh, that something's wrong, not showing your family that, you know, this is even though we know it's deep, we're not going to show um, any type of um, we're not going to show that we're scared of the situation at all. We're going to continue to fight no matter what. So just keeping them encouraged and, and, and not discouraged in the process. Yeah. And, and Kenny, I know, obviously, uh, after the uh, the video and went viral and all that, you, you've seen a lot of support coming in. But when, in the beginning, I've had um, I had the honor of having Eric Reese on the podcast here from Team Nigu, nice. uh, you know, and, and I, there's so much support in the community. Did you see that at the beginning of this, or did you not see that until like later on after the video and that whole thing? Did you see like a that that type of community of support right from the onset? Um, we saw like kind of like it was a little bit after. Um, you know, I think like maybe like our first the first couple videos that we did, we saw the the support from our immediate um, community here. Uh, which was awesome, but then the outpour of support from the entire world—that was—that was something else. I, I didn't know or didn't expect in any of that at all. Um, how we've been able to to touch so many people just by being who we are, you know. I I really didn't know that that was um, even possible. To be honest, I, all I was thinking about was making sure that my son was good. But then you see this other side where. There are other people in the world that are touched by this, and we're now helping them as well, too, um, just by showing that courage and showing and sharing our story with the world and sharing our family and not being selfish and um, showing them, like, listen, like, you can get through this as well, too. Yeah, it's incredible how many people you're able to reach, uh, especially now today with all the technology that we have. And, and reining it back into you here as a father, what type of disciplinarian are you, Kenny, when it comes to being a dad? And is it different than the discipline style you grew up with? Um, similar to what I grew up with. Um, my father uh, is a military man, um, so he's a he he's he uh, retired as a staff sergeant in the army, and um, so salute to to him and all the all the soldiers that that are out there fighting. Um, 
my dad was pretty i'm not going to say pretty strict but he was he was on me um a lot and, and kept me in line if i was out of line and uh, as, as far as discipline goes, I, I make sure that, you know, we discipline our, our, our kids to the point where they know what's right from wrong. And I mean, let's be honest here, you know, kids are going to be kids at the end of the day, but it's our jobs as parents to reel them back in, to get them to understand what's right, what's wrong, what not to do, what you can do, know your boundaries. Um, sometimes kids try to, they try and test you on uh, how far they can take it. You know, and that and them testing that is knowing like, OK, this is what I can and what I can't do. Um, but I'm very, very, you know, a strong disciplinarian in, in the family, making sure that, you know, our kids are on point, respectful and, you know, teaching them how to be leaders, not be followers, not be anyone else that they're not be themselves, be who you were were born to be at the end of the day. So, yeah, definitely like a, a strong disciplinarian as far as. Uh, with the background I grew up in, yeah. I mean, I I don't take it as far as uh, my my dad used to make me do push-ups with his combat boot on his on my back. I don't take it that far, <laughs> but my kids get the point. Yeah, very cool, Kenny. And it's so important. I mean, right now we have a fatherless crisis going on in our country. Yeah. So many kids are growing up without a dad, and I think that just having that that influence, that discipline, that little touch of um. Uh, uh, setting them straight is so necessary to, to the child's development. All right, dads, if you're a coffee lover like me, then I have got an exciting offer for you. Fruit of the Bean Coffee is giving First Class Fatherhood listeners 25% off their first order at fruitofthebean.com. Use the promo code FATHERHOOD and save 25% off fresh coffee that isn't roasted until you place your order. How's that for fresh? Plus, Fruit of the Bean is giving back by helping orphans and fighting human trafficking. Fruit of the Bean is partnered with Project Rescue and the Christian Alliance for Orphans. So let's go, dads. Visit fruitofthebean.com or tap the link in the show notes and use the promo code FATHERHOOD to get 25% off your first order. Once you place your order, that's when your coffee will be roasted and a portion of the money you spend will go directly to helping orphans and fight human trafficking. www.fruitofthebean.com, promo code FATHERHOOD. And, and bringing it back now to your son with the Down syndrome, at what point did you find out that he had the Down syndrome? Was it during the, the pregnancy? Because I know that for my wife and I, we're both carriers of cystic fibrosis. So they gave us like a, a one in four chance that our children were going to be born with it. So it was like one of those things where we were kind of like so nervous throughout the pregnancy to find out. Uh, is it similar like that with Down syndrome? Did you guys, were you carriers of this or when did you find out about it? And that's yeah, we, we found out when Christian was born. Um, so we, we, we did have small tests during the pregnancy. There was a chance they gave us like a 76% chance that Christian would be born with Down syndrome. They wanted to see if we wanted to go further to get an official result, but we didn't want to do that because it'd be, uh, it, it could harm that type of test could harm the baby. I forget the name of the actual test that they suggested that we do, but we declined the test and said that we're, you know, we're ready for whatever, um, you know, God pretty much puts in our lives at the end of the day. Um, during that time, though, the doctors did uh, repeatedly suggest that we um, abort Christian. And I thank God that, number one, we didn't because we don't believe in abortion. But it was just the fact that they continued to put it on us um, time and time again 
and and continue to ask us, oh, well, you know, the baby could do this. He could have birth defects. He could have brain defects and heart issues and all these different things that they try and put um, inside of our brain to get us to abort Christian. But we were just, you know, no, like this is not happening. It it got to a point where we had to kind of, you know, hold our ground and say, this is not happening. We're going to, you know, whatever happens with Christian, we're going to take care of him. Yeah, that's awesome, Kenny. I'm right. I, I think it was it, for us. It was called an amnio, is what they wanted to give us. And that's they, what it was. Yeah. Yeah, they said we could find out whether or not the child has it. We were like, well, if, if the child does have it, what do we do about it? And then it was kind of like, well, you'd have the option for the abortion. And it's like, well, what, what, what are we talking about here? Right. Like, in a sense, right. You know. So, uh, uh, I, I agree with you there. And as far as uh, the response here now, since um, you've done the public speaking now, I think this was in a career that you had any kind of background in uh, as far as this motivational speaking, what was the real, what was the first, like the genesis of the speaking career, your first opportunity and and what are your plans for it in the future here? So the genesis of my speaking career actually started through dance. Um, I was in a group called face to flave, um, you know, a little over 10 years ago. And um, we used to do lecture demonstrations on the history of hip hop and hip hop dance. And um, one of my one of my teachers and, and one of the guys that actually showed me the game of hip hop, uh, Marcus Tucker, he, he, he was the leader of the group and um, he would normally lead the lecture demonstrations. So one day he said, Kenny, you're going to lead the, the lecture demonstration. Mind you, I'm like a 20 year old kid at the time. <laughs> I have no clue, no speaking experience or anything like that. You throw me into the wolves in front of these kids that will they will tell you if you're good or not, like right <laughs> off the rip. So it is one of those like, you know, jump in the pool and swim, no experience at all. Um, and it was something I just kept doing over and over again. So that kind of started me getting comfortable speaking in front of people. And I was literally the quiet kid growing up. Like I never spoke. I would, People used to think that I always had an attitude, thought that I was always angry or something like that because I never spoke. I was just very observant. I, I, you know, I was a quiet kid. I stayed to myself. Um, and then, you know, with, with speaking, uh, you, you get used to it when you're teaching and it kind of comes out from there. But as far as the motivational part of it and taking our story to that next level, uh, there was a there's a company called Lumind. Um, and Lumind is a uh, Down syndrome research company, um, a nonprofit. They uh, had a an event um, where they we, they had me come out to speak um, to help them raise money for Down syndrome research. Um, this was in uh, New York City, is about 2018. This is while Christian was actually in um, going through treatment. So that was my first experience, um, really motivating people to do something for a greater cause uh, to help the Down syndrome community. And from there, I just started putting out more videos. And started getting more comfortable uh, within my own skin and giving people my experiences, my story and motivating them to, you know, to do better in life. And now it's becoming an actual career. Yeah, and I think God has certainly placed you in a unique position here uh, to have such a wide effect on so many lives. And I'm grateful for it. What 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 kind of advice do you have out there, Kenny, for I mean, uh, a family that is. Uh, just on the onset or just in the beginning stages of finding out that their child does have cancer and mm. what are the best resources or best ways for them to, uh, yeah. to go about it? Well, one, um, collecting information is always great. And so if we're, if we're 
if we're talking like facts, you want to collect as much information as possible so that you understand, you know, what plays to, to call within your family. Um, for me, the first thing that I did, and I was just actually having a conversation with a friend who called me this morning about his son who um, they're, they're not sure what is going on with him right now, but um, he was pretty scared. He didn't know what to do. And he was like, listen, man, like you're the only person that I know that has been through something like this before. And I don't know what to do. I just need some encouraging words. So for that for that family that's going through, the first thing I did was pray, man. I'm going to be honest. Like, that's what I did. I went into the room. I closed the door. It was me and God. And that was it. See, what we do in private will dominate what we do in public. You know what I'm saying? So we got to understand that, you know, God is not someone that is all out for display all the time. Like he's not impressed or whatever by the likes and the comments and all this other stuff. It's, it's your personal relationship, you know, from a faith level. Then you get you then you go to your family and you, you tell the, and then you pray together. And that's what me, me and my family did. I prayed by myself as the leader. I needed to get the play call. I need to know what exactly what we were going to do. We prayed around Christian before chemo even hit his body. Then from there, we went to the team of doctors. What's the play? How are you guys going to treat this? And give me every single ounce of information so that I know exactly what's going into my son or daughter or whatever. And we're going to and how we're going to move forward with this. Um, the next thing you want to do is lock out any type of negativity like everywhere. I don't care if it's family. There have been times where we had doctors, nurses, techs that had to be dismissed from our team because they had a bad attitude. That is, it's very important. When I say this, uh, is a fact that 70% of illnesses start within the mind. So if they start in the mind, we can end them with the mind. So the the medicines is just you know something a little added extra but if you got a bad mentality man that's going to take over you know everything medicine's not going to work so it's important that we we have a, a positive mindset every single day easier said than done you know but you have to continue to motivate and talk to yourself this is what we're going to do this is what we're going to do let's push 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 okay i see it let me pull myself back from the situation and analyze the entire field so I can so I can see and read the defense and what's happening here. A little football analogy there, right? Um, and then you know how to attack your play once you can like pull yourself back and not get emotional about everything. And again, it's easier said than done because your child is in a terrible situation right now, but it must be done. You just can't be afraid to do the work. You got to do the work. You got to put the time in. You got to put the effort in. Sometimes obedience requires sacrifice, but not all sacrifices are obedient. You know what I'm saying? So when we when we look at it from that perspective, um, I think people will be able to come out as winners on the other side. Yeah, very well said, Kenny. You know, I'm, I'm a very faith based person myself, so I love to hear you talking about your faith. And, and I was always a person who was like, uh, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. And I learned the other way around that once you believe it, then you'll see it. Then you and, see and, it. And I do rely on my faith for, for almost everything in my life. And it always comes first. The last thing I usually love to ask all the dads that I have on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about to be parent? that's out? Oh, there? man. <laughs> the new father's in the building. OK, so. Take your time. 
and breathe for a second. <laughs> that that's the number one thing uh, that I tell you know any new father, just just breathe, okay. Um, especially if you got a new mama as well too. Both sides, breathe and chill, analyze. Don't move on emotion. Don't move on um, a bad feeling or a good feeling because feelings come and go. So don't never really trust your feelings all the way through. Um, if you get what I mean, more so analyze, analyze, analyze situations. Like I'm a thinker. So I, I think things through and some things you can't think through or whatever. It doesn't really take too much thought, but you got to understand, you know, don't don't overdo. Just believe that God is going to guide you through all the way and and you'll be fine from there. But just a lot of dads, they, they'll, they'll come to me like, I, I don't know what to do with this situation. And they get all frazzled and worried. And I'm like, listen, man. You're allowing your emotions to take over. You take over. You are in control of the emotion. You are in control of the feeling. So once you realize that, you'll be fine. Understand that your child and you have that special connection and you guys are going to understand exactly what to do. So, yeah. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Kenny Thomas, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on first class fatherhood. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Kenny Clutch Thomas for giving me a few minutes of his time. That was such an honor. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's podcast episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in Wednesday. As you guys know, First Class Fatherhood was the People's Choice Award winner for the Family Is Award. Those awards were named after Linda and Richard Iyer, who are just legends in the field of parenting. They are considered parenting experts. They are multiple-time New York Times bestselling authors. Richard Iyer will be joining me here on Wednesday, so don't miss out on that. And please, follow me on Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace, to find out all of the upcoming guests that will be joining me here on the podcast. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Your half-truths and tales As tall as a tree's Out of salt feelings